Welcome to the Going Rogue with Wes Whitlock podcast. All right, so we have April Nicole here, also known as Rose from the epic Call of Duty uh, games out there. Um, we had a great day today. She came in and uh, we had a shoot. We, what else did we do? We ran around and um, we ate tacos. And um, yeah, so welcome to Austin, Texas. Um, I've known April for a little bit. I uh, did some work with her in the past and uh, just really liked her, uh, her mindset, her work ethic, what she's about and just being a badass all around. So uh, welcome to Austin, Texas. And uh, yeah, we're excited to have you. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you bringing me out here. I love Texas. I've never been here. I've been to Dallas and San Antonio, first time to Austin, and it's pretty rad. So it's really cool to visit your shop here and having a great time. Very cool. Yeah, so far so good. How are the tacos today? Amazing. Yeah, good. If give them a, a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I would give the shrimp taco a higher thumbs up than the brisket, but they're both bomb. Yeah, I. you know, I had the same. I had the, uh, the brisket and the... The fried um, shrimp. Did you do the grilled? Yes, I did the grilled one. Okay, so yeah, both good. So Torchy's Tacos, it's kind of a staple taco place here in Texas. Anybody that's been through Texas probably knows Torchy's, right, Dom? Oh, yeah. So yeah, we had a good time there. We had a, a, a fun shoot this morning and pulled out some guns, pulled out some knives, pulled out a bow and arrow. Um, we had dogs. We had, uh, what else do we have? Oh, we had a, an old car, the um, Toyota. 74 Toyota Land Cruiser. I was most excited to wear the headdress, not going to lie. That's right. You rocked the headdress quite <laughs> quite well there. Yes. To live out my warrior princess dreams this there, morning. <laughs> and did did damn fine at it, too. So um, so from here, okay, so, you know, I know you've uh, done quite a bit in life. You've been, you've been a nurse working in ERs, especially throughout the pandemic and everything else that's going on. Um, you're active in your career with your the tactical world, the uh, video games, the modeling. Um, you've run some of your own businesses. Um, so kind of all around, you know, another person um, that I like to be around. People that are just doing cool stuff and just pushing forward, making things happen. Um, and, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about how you got to where you are now and what kind of drove you in this direction. Um, I know you mentioned a little bit that your father was also uh, in law enforcement. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear kind of, you know, a little bit about your uh, your history. So growing up, my dad was a police officer. Um, he did so many things. He was like head of the SWAT team. He was in detectives. He was head of traffic, head of like all kinds of different divisions. He just did so many things. So I think I get my drive a lot from him where I've done like a thousand different things because there's some people that don't know what they want to do in life where I was like, I want to do everything. And one life is so short. So I try to do as much as I possibly can. Um, you know, and it's funny because growing up, even though he was in law enforcement, we were not allowed to touch the guns, certainly couldn't shoot the guns. Like I didn't grow up with guns, contrary to what people would probably think based on my you know, <laughs> imagery now. Um, but I didn't even know how to use a gun, held a gun until my late 20s. So that's wow. kind of an interesting story, yeah. So I didn't grow up with them. Um, that was kind of something new to me. Um, but yeah, growing up, I think I got a lot of that from my dad, just that like work ethic and drive. My mom's a super hard worker too, but he, um, was kind of the more like warrior mindset if you want to say because of just his law enforcement background a lot of the stuff that he's done 
Um, so I guess maybe that's where I get it. And um, I went to school originally for criminal justice with an under, under minor or a minor in forensic psychology and another degree in psychology because I wanted to go into the FBI originally. And then um, I changed my mind. And then I went back to school and I did nursing. And that's what I'm doing now. So kind of wide variety of education there. People always wonder, like, why I have this education and now doing nursing. But that's why. That's my plan to go into some sort of federal law enforcement. Yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and it, uh, you know, I think that's important of the impact that that that, that fathers have on their their children, um, especially their daughters. And I saw something recently on how important it is that um, that fathers and, and daughters spend time together um, later on in life. It, it you know it it just compounds into so many amazing things. Um, so awesome, your dad sounds like a cool guy, and. Probably that's where you've, I, I, I noticed you're also very patriotic in, in a real way. I think there's a lot of patriots that came out of fucking nowhere uh, on the internet for whatever reasons to get famous, whatever it may be. Um, and I love patriots all the way, but I can kind of see the ones that are truly about it. And, and you're one of those. Like, so I, I think that probably spins off from your father as well. And kind of growing up with that type of mindset and being, and now being in this industry and around these type of folks, like we talked about last night, it's very, the two, a community, the patriotic community, and these, uh, these small businesses that are doing cool things are just full of a lot of really neat people. Um, and a lot of neat, uh, uh, businesses and opportunities that come along with that. So, you know, and two, I have a lot of international friends. And so I know how very rare a lot of our freedoms are in this country, such as the R2A, even our first amendment, you know, the freedom of speech, a lot of countries, even though we're getting censored a lot, um, in the more recent times, we still have a lot of freedoms here, whereas a lot of countries, they don't, you know, so I think it's so important to stand proud of the freedoms that we have and show that, it doesn't make you a bad person to like or own guns or shoot guns. You know, I think, in fact, my <laughs> gun story is pretty crazy. And I used to actually be one of those people that was kind of like, oh, why do people want guns? Like, I used to think people who had them were paranoid and weird. And so I can understand that mindset. And now I love them. I used to think, like, people that had more than one were strange. You know, I was like, isn't one enough? What's wrong with these weird, obsessed people? <laughs> now you have, what, 20? <laughs> and now I'm like, which one am I going to buy next? <laughs> yeah, honestly. So... I can yeah. understand. No, I think you said it right. I think um, I saw a recent thing too. I think it was Prince Harry or one of the one of the uh, the English princes that's here was was talking about about the First Amendment, saying it's bonkers or something. Yeah, bonkers or whatever it was, and uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, that's what we fought you guys for, and that's why we're here, and that's why we have this, and it was there was a reason why we left the tyrant uh, countries and came here and, and started our, this great country and our constitution, which still stands and needs to be protected. And, um, and, and then the second thing with that is on the gun thing, I think it's just like anything. If you don't understand it, you're like, Ooh, what is that? Why this, why that? Until you've actually got dug a little bit into that. And that could be anything. It could be, it could be, uh, that could be music, that could be food, that could be cultural cultures, that could be religion. Um, when you're ignorant to something, it scares you, and you're going to say, why, why this, why that? So it's good to kind of try to understand stuff. But I think the gun community and understanding guns um, and the Second Amendment is something that actually used to be taught in elementary schools and Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts and uh, 
you know, back in the, what, 50s and 60s, probably up until the 70s, kids had shotguns in the back of their trucks going to school. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think parts of Texas, we still have that, you know, which is cool to see. Um, so it's, you know, it's not anything scary. It's, yeah, they, they're, they're made, they're a tool. They have the purpose of them was not to go hunt pheasants and kill pigs. It's, it's for life and death, you know, situations. So, you know, they are, they're a tool um, that need to be respected and understood a little bit. And I think if, once you have some understanding with it and, and some training, I know you do a lot of training. I know you just got back from a course that looked great. So it's cool to see people that are in the gun industry who are actually training. It's one thing to buy cool Gucci gear, Gucci guns and do cool videos, but to truly, uh, respect it and understand it doing this training because it's like it probably opened up your eyes a lot too and every time I do a course I've been to a few every time I learn something and it's you know so it's really neat to see that somebody that's in this uh, industry that's respecting it enough to go and spend the time to train and learn more and get better so you know tell me your thoughts on you know the training and what you've learned in the past since you've really kind of got into the industry of guns i just recently started doing like an actual training scenario all my lessons if you want to say have come from my husband like he's the one who basically taught me how to shoot um so i just recently started doing like actual trainings and i learned so much in them you know you just become more proficient with the manipulations of the gun you just become more um i don't know i think aware of how everything works how to mitigate problems you know just how to do things in a better way um, so I think I highly recommend anybody who can get out and do an actual training course. It's you will learn so much in that one day. It's just crazy. And that's to say I've been learning for, you know, a couple of years on how to get better, faster, you know, just more efficient. Um, I don't know. I, I see a huge improvement. And for me to watch my own growth, like when I first started shooting, I had no idea how to hold a gun. I had no idea what the parts were. I mean, to if I ran out of ammo, I'd kind of freak out because I was like, oh, my God, where does it come out from? Like, how do I eject the magazine? Like, I was just, like, real fumbly, you know? And so for now, for me to watch videos of myself, like, efficiently doing things is just amazing because, like I said, I was an, <laughs> wasn't quite an anti-gunner, but I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's neat to see somebody respected enough to say, and I know this, this goes to anybody who carries a gun or has a gun because most people, I'd say, probably 95 percent of people who own guns which there's a lot they they're not training with them they're in their closet they're under their bed they're under their pillow they're whatever and not not a lot of people get it they don't have the time to train this and the other but i think it goes hand in hand if you're going to own one um you should have some knowledge on how to clear it how to how to manipulate the safeties how to store it um you know how to how to keep it clean and how to keep it in a safe uh um a safe place if you're depending if there's children around or how, however you, you have your household um so it's it's part of that if responsibility again i think if you're going to have one it's just like driving a car here so here's a car you have to go and learn how to drive it you know you have to take tests um you have to you have to learn learn the vehicle and just like anything so i think it's it's neat to see people that are that are getting out and it's the same it's a perishable skill it's just like nursing it's just like any of those if you don't keep up with it then you'll lose it so it's you know yeah. constant training constant training and i think that's also ties into 
a lot of parallels in life in general with anything like you have to teach every day every day is a training day every day is a new training day so every day if you wake up um you almost have to treat yourself as an athlete in the sense that you have to you have to constantly train to get better for your mind your spirit your um mindset just the way you live is a constant sense of training just a musician he has to play all the time he has to if you stop playing you would start to probably get paired you would forget chords right or it's not like riding a bike so it's it's one of those things i think if you treat life like that in general where you're just i have to get up and 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 train my mind body on the gun whatever it may be so i don't know i think it's cool to run those those things tight together like that and and you know so it's cool to see yeah you you really um you know i've seen your videos i've seen i've done some work with you to see somebody who's really knows what they're doing so yeah you're definitely doing that I mean, I think even right now with the shortage of ammo, if people want to start training, I mean, even dry fire, I used to think dry fire was so silly. I was like, how are you going to learn anything without actually shooting it? But honestly, it helps so much. I started doing it at home and I learned so much, even just like the draw, just working on that over and over, you know, because a lot of the times I was doing something like this and it wasn't right. And so it costs you nothing to train at home doing dry fire, just little stuff like that, you know, and I, I know that. For me, I always think, I hope I never have to use that gun ever in my life. But if I do, I know I'm responsible for every bullet that comes out. And I want to make sure that you, if you have to use it, you know, you're responsible with that and you know how to use it. And you're not just, you know, firing all over the place because, you know, like I said, you're responsible for everything that comes out of there. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, dry. So dry fire. I know like if you've, I've worked with some Israeli shooters um, and some of the best shooters over there, dry fire 5,000 times a day. Wow. 5,000 times a day. That's, and that's where they get really good. So um, you don't, not that you need to do it 5,000 times a day, but if you dry fire, you know, once a day or a couple days a week for five minutes, you know, like you say, you learn that trigger control, you can learn your draw, you can do your mag changes. So you can do all that without spending money, going to the range. So a lot of people don't have time to go to the range and spend money. Right. You can do, it's like working out. Oh, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to get a membership. Dude, you do you have a five by five space in your living scenario? Do you have an outside area? You can right. go out there and train and work out. You can get, I guarantee you, I, you could get thrashed in a, in a five by five space of a right. workout. Then you could hit in a big giant corporate gym with a million machines. So yeah. again, excuses, people, a lot of people make excuses and that's just how people are um and then there's the ones that are actually make the best of that scenario so there's a perfect example dry fire and anybody could dry fire do mag changes learn their trigger um put a little tiny dot on the wall and concentrate on your front sight front sight your breathing um your hand position all that stuff so and if you don't know how to do that the internet's well hmm, i don't know a lot of stuff on there i don't know i'd say (laughs) go like pick up pat max dvd uh t max's DVD if you want to learn how to shoot you want to learn just like anything you want to go to the best like I'm sure the course you went to is good like you want to go to the courses that are teaching good stuff because there's a lot of I saw one today it was floating around on Instagram is these knuckleheads in I, don't know, I think Florida or something it said and they all had shirts on it said uh, anti-terrorist task force or something and what they had one dude had a, a freaking bowl on his head and then two bowls like this and the dude was shooting the bowls uh, off his head in his oh, hands. And there's students all there watching. And it's like, you'll see it. It was full. I saw Byron post it and a few other of those, the gun dudes are out there posting. It was like, so the, like I was saying, there's a lot of scary stuff out there too that are showing people like this kind of thing. So again, and that's a p- 
the thing with social media and, and, and the internet is anybody can put up a video and put stuff out there and if they're wrong if somebody sees it and gets the wrong idea oh that's sounds fun let me try that i mean it's ridiculous but people will do what monkey see monkey do um you know so it's good to see good responsible gun ownerships who also work in the industry you have to use guns for your your marketing your promotions your uh what you do with the video games it's part of <clears throat> it's part of that imagery it's part of that whole thing so <clears throat> you know we use it too we use it in a lot of our stuff but you can still do that and do it in a responsible way to where it's Absolutely. respected. And I think it's stuff like that that give us gun owners that are responsible a bad name. People see something like that that goes viral and they're like, they assume everybody does that kind of like nonsensory, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, pretty sure we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, and that's like you said, that's the bad name stuff. People see that and they just assume everybody's that way. And you know, as I know, most, almost everybody I personally know who owns a firearm or, or is they're pretty responsible. They're yeah. they're they treat it very um, in a respectful manner, and and if not, hopefully somebody calls them out. But I think for me, for the most people I know who care, are pretty responsible about it. They're not walking around um, like um, I don't know the Lone Ranger or whatever and <laughs> flipping their pistols right. and all that. You know, it's it's pretty. You know, and people carrying concealed, which I, you know, I, I like to. I don't like to anybody to know if I'm carrying. I don't yeah, want same. people to know. I want to be, okay, I want to be that surprise if something happens. I want to be able to do something without them knowing it's coming versus like, oh, that's, if I'm a bad guy and I know that dude's carrying, it's just like being overseas with bad guys. I'm going to kill, I'm going to go after that dude because he, he's the only one who can do anything. Take right. him out and then I can deal with the rest. So I'm not going to go to Chipotle with an AK-47. <laughs> and I don't want to be in there with my kids and see a kid, a guy walking there with an AK-47 and order a burrito. I don't feel comfortable with that. Right. You know, so most, like you said, most people aren't doing that. But the ones that are doing that are flagging the rest of this community, you know. So, well, we're lucky um, that we live in states that allow us to have concealed carry licenses. Because I know all states you can't have it in you know like new york super strict new york dc uh, california it's just and so again we're so blessed to have these rights and that's why i'm so proud you know and i think that everybody should especially women you know i know there was a lot of stigma especially for women that carried guns and um i'll be honest i never thought i would be somebody that carry would carry a gun especially in my daily life um but i don't like leaving the house without it now in this crazy world that we live in i mean i have a child that i have to look out for and i think you know if, I, if i'm going down i'm going down fighting <laughs> so. absolutely you want to have yeah the best chance you could have and you almost feel once you get used to it and it becomes just part of your daily life um then you feel almost naked when you don't have it like Ugh, i don't you do you know, like when i travel right. i'm like oh my god this is crazy uh coffee's bomb yeah by the way. it's good right oh yeah it's so good <laughs> yes that's our i told you that's our you're the first actually besides me and maybe one other person um who's got to try it so that's our bacon bourbon blend um so yeah so we'll be putting that out soon i just um yeah so yeah you'll love it it's gonna be called war horse so i'm working on the design for that it's a big Phrygian, black Phrygian horse with some some fun stuff behind it but yeah that's uh yeah i'm glad you like it so yeah it's delicious um so yeah coffee you like coffee you travel a lot too i see you do a lot of traveling um you're always on the road and then that's that's a kind of another thing so how do you 
you know, people talk about a work-life balance and a family life work balance and, and stuff like that. And I, me personally, I don't believe in that because it just, just doesn't work for me. I kind of, I try to involve those that are important to me or my family when I can into my, into what I'm doing as far as business or like today, I would have loved to have had Nancy. I've done, we've done stuff. I'll have her with me kind of so she can see how things work, how businesses work, how we engage with people. Um, like to me, it's, a, it's, it's neat to be able to involve my business and stuff like that with with my kids or the people that are important to me. Um, and, you know, sometimes you can't always do that. I know, Dom, you you take your daughter to, to your music um, events and you probably had her on stage. I don't know. Or you get her involved with the stuff you're doing, you know, and that to me, because, you know, to me that's sharing passionate things and, and that person can learn from it. Anyway, how do you, with your busy between ER nurse, which I know you're busy, 12-hour shifts, your uh, travel for your all, all these other projects you're working on like kind of how do you maintain your sanity in a way and kind of how to how do you do you, are you a very scheduled person do you have are you very anal about making sure you know your schedule's on point to a point yeah because that's the only way i'm gonna have time like i will literally schedule in even my gym day is like okay monday i'm off i'm gonna go to the gym from say seven in the morning till nine and then after that, I'll grab groceries. If I have to grab groceries on the way home, and then I'll shower. And then I, you know, kind of set my agenda for the day, including even fun stuff. Like if I'm like, okay, because mornings are usually my productive time. So like I get up early, I get all my stuff done. And then by the afternoon, I'm like, all right, this is time to like hang out with my son. We're going to play Call of Duty for two hours or three hours. And then I got to figure out. Sounds like a fun mom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do. It's just like strategic planning. And even like at work, because I get so busy sometimes, I don't work out for a couple of weeks. So even at work, if we have no patients, I'll be doing lunges down the hallway or doing push-ups in an empty patient room. You know what I mean? You just got to make the time. You just got to, like, own it while you can because otherwise the time's going to pass anyway. You might as well be doing something productive. And then there's some days that I'm like, you know what? I have had one hell of a week, and I'm going to spend all day in my pajamas, and I'm going to door dash my food in, and I'm going to play Call of Duty all day, and I do. There you so go. So you got to have <laughs> – so that's how you balance. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that's – yeah, that, and that's re that's real. Like we were talking yesterday, like – you were flying, your gal was in, you know, I was flying, got to the airport, went over to McDonald's, grabbed something. Like, you know, this is real life stuff. You're a real life person. And most of us that are busy, uh, you know, do what we can when we can when we're on the move. And sometimes that's, you don't have time for certain things or you don't have time to eat healthy or whatever. But for the most part, if you're doing that, it's okay when there's times that you're just so rushed to say, you know what, I'm freaking hungry. I'm rushing through the airport. I'm just going to grab something whatever you know it's just real life or have a beer by the way this is a beer called sex appeal um from infamous breweries so infamous breweries across the street oh nice um they're good friends of us with ours we've done uh, a coffee collaboration with them we did a a uh, stout it was a the mexican chocolate beer stout with them which was delicious so good. if you're ever in austin texas um go check out infamous it's here in hudson bend and they make really good beers I'm, i love their ipas but this is pretty good this is a hefeweizen american hefeweizen and it's called sex appeal so hey you can't go wrong right? right so thanks for bringing these dom and dom dom is here edit, editing and doing our video he's done a great job for us he does that and he's also a musician he's playing tomorrow at infamous so check out dom course Give me this hat, by the way, which thank you. <laughs> yeah, Dom's awesome. So, um, yeah, and infamous. So, there you go. Um, cheers to that beer and coffee. Cheers. All right, there you go. What um, a duo, right? There you go. There you <laughs> That's go. That's a win win. <laughs>
So, okay, so, yep, busy. Um, you, 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 you schedule out things. And then you have your downtime days where you're in your pajamas playing yourself in Call of Duty and crushing a pizza, you know? Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, hey, that's... That's what life should be about sometimes, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely, and you can't beat yourself up for having days where you literally want to do zero. You know, you don't want to see anybody, you don't want to do anything, you want to spend all day in your jammies, and you've got to have days like that. It's like you can't beat yourself up for, you know, ordering McDonald's or, you know, it's it's life. We're all human, you know? So it's like, you, like I said, you got to do what you can when you can. So I know I told you I was going to tell you my gun story, like what got me into guns, yes. right? So yes. I wouldn't tell them earlier. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to save it. I want to hear it, yep. So, um... Like I said, growing up, never around guns. I was actually thinking gun people were weird and paranoid. And uh, when I met my husband, we were dating at the time, and he grew up shooting, hunting, all that. So he always had guns around, and I was just like, what is with this guy? He's, like, so paranoid. Like, why does he always have these guns? Like, what is he afraid of? It was so weird, right? So then he would kind of try to tell me how to use it. And um, the one he had was uh, the HK USP expert and had, you know, the external safety and whatever. So he was like, Okay, make sure the external safety's off. Make sure there's one in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just only half listening. So at the time, we were living in a townhouse, and middle of the night, I could, I was, like, hearing, like, somebody trying to get in the house. And I was like, is that someone trying to get in our house, or is that a dream? And as I, like, started waking up, I could hear the front door, like, getting, like, kicked. And somebody was trying to open the doorknob, and I was like, oh, my God, somebody's trying to get in the house. So I woke him up, and he's standing at the top of the stairs, just, like, holding the gun down. They're still trying to come in, and I'm like, oh, my God. So we go down the stairs. He's looking out. No, I'm looking out the porch, and he turns on the porch light, and there's two guys out there, and they both look up at the light turn on, and they're still trying to come in. And we're like, are you kidding me? So he's, like, standing there with the gun, and all of a sudden the door starts opening. So he hands it back to me so he can hold it, but by then the door is already coming open. So I backed up onto the stairs with the gun, and he was going to hold the door, but it's already open. There's two guys pushing through it, and the first guy comes in and throws a swing at him, and he ducks, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? And, you know, I'm sure you've had plenty of things happen to you where all of a sudden it's, like, slow down, like, time just slows down and everything's, like, spidey sense. And all of a sudden I just see him grab this guy by the shirt and, like, lift him up in the air, and I was like, what is going on? And I'm trying to, like, make logic of everything, and everything's, like, happening so fast but yet in slow motion. So there's this stranger in our house up in the air lifted, and then he threw him into the floor and, like, so I'm like trying to point the gun and I'm like, it's a dark living room. I have no training because I was always kind of like, oh, whatever. I don't care about these stupid guns. I'm never going to need one or like them or use them. And so I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And there's a second guy. Well, he thankfully got that guy all wrapped up and threw his knee in his chest and got him pinned. So then I'm like, my redirection is to the second guy who's now in the doorway. He never saw me. He's focused on the living room where they're kind of in a little tussle over there. And so I just remembered, turn off the safety, make sure there's one in the chamber. So I clicked it off and then a bullet popped out onto the stairs. So I was like, okay, I know it's like it's chambered. And I just started telling that guy, like, don't move. I don't even know what I was saying. Apparently profanities, but <laughs> so. Uh, I'm sure he heard that round hit the ground in the chamber. I'm like, oh, And it shit. was a 45. So I'm sure he saw Somebody's that hole looking at him. In his, <laughs> yeah. So he did wow. not move. He froze. Like, I just remember seeing the whites of his eyes just darting to his friend. He froze. He wouldn't move. And I kept telling him, get out of the house. He wouldn't even back up. Like, he was just frozen. So thankfully... We got the situation under control. We got the guys out of the house, you know, and nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. Nobody got killed, of course. Um, but it just showed me that, you know what, you hope you never have to use that. But God forbid, like, say it jammed, say it ran out of ammo, say, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, I would have been a sitting duck with two strangers that broke into my house in my living room. And our son was six months old upstairs. 
So to me, that's why I was like, you know what? You need to learn how to use this thing. You hope you never have to use it, but God forbid. And that's what showed me, you know, like I needed to get serious. And it's something that if you're going to own, you cannot take it lightly and just be willy-nilly like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I kind of was, you know, so. No, that's a great, that's a really cool, uh, that's a very informative story on how you got into the guns and, and a perfect scenario of when bad things happen, um, you, and for training, whatever, you cannot predict usually what's going to happen. Usually scenario is not going to be how you've been thought about it, if you've trained for it. Sometimes you get lucky and you've trained for something a million times and that scenario is pretty close. But usually there's other factors happening. Um, there's, there's, it's dark. Um, there's multiple people. One person's tussled up with somebody else. So you're constantly scanning, trying to figure out what, how, how are you going to deal with the situation? And you have, you had, you have a firearm. Um, luckily, it sounds like you did what you needed to do under the under the training that you had. So at least at least you knew the safety, you knew how to chamber around. At least you had that because, like you said, especially a forty five, it's not a Glock. You don't just put the round. There's multiple little maneuvers to happen with the safety and, and the chain. It's, it's the slides. Some women can't even pull a slide back. You know, they can't even chamber around. So it's little things like that that are truly a reality. So yep. that's a perfect scenario of multiple things happening. First of all, somebody's banging on your door, which you're not ever expect, and they're kicking it in. That's not normal. You know, right. you would never expect that to happen. And now you got two people. Um, one's engaged with your husband. The other one, you don't know what he's up to. You know, he's so you're reading the scenario. And um, luckily, it sounds like you had the high ground and, and, and kind of assessed it correctly. But I'm sure that that's a perfect example to motivate you to say, you know, I need to get better at this. Um, so, yeah, that's a really cool story. I'd never heard that. And um, I think that <clears throat> that goes to show the point of why you need to train for different scenarios and Absolutely. In your house. There you go, especially in your house. A lot of people go to the range and train. Um, train. You can train from your home. You can train from your bed. You know, how, how are you How are you going to get out of bed? How, where is your weapon when you're getting out of bed? Right. Where can you position yourself safely um, in a position to engage somebody that comes in if you need to? Um, you know, we used to say, you know, first, you know, call, call 911, put the phone down, and then at least you have somebody to talk to as you're setting yourself up. So there's certain things that people aren't thinking about or training for those scenarios. They don't, they just, like, oh, they freeze, don't know what to do. And then before you know it, it's bad things happen. So, um, yeah, that's really cool. That's a, that's a very um, um, interesting, um, not interesting, but it's very, uh, it's very applicable to what you're doing now and, and, and why you train. And then it's opened up all these other things that you're doing, which is, you know, is uh, that's gotta be exciting too. So, you know, being an ER nurse, I'm sure you see a lot of things there and deal with a lot of different, again, different scenarios from all walks of life. Um, and then you got to switch off and then go play uh, Call of Duty Operator the next day. Like, yeah, I always say it's <laughs> like being Spider Man and Peter Piker, or like uh, who's the other one, Superman and oh. Um, uh, P uh, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, Spider Man, Spider yeah, Man, yeah, like Batman and Batman and uh, Robin, or uh, you it's know, like, it's like my alter ego. I'm like nurse by day and like mercenary by night. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the that's cool. See, I think that's like 
you like live in you live in the life that gives you a break from the stressful stuff which working in especially nowadays in hospitals got to be stressful and then this gives you a break to have fun and which you also we talked about too we, there's still a lot of work involved with that people are like oh just go shoot videos and stand there and look pretty and hold a gun like dude it's a lot you're up early you're up all day you're in the sun you're getting into different positions yeah. <clears throat> you're working late into night then you're switching out costumes you're switching out it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work involved with that. So, there is. you know, people don't realize, no, you know. In fact, I was doing a live video earlier and people were asking about like tactical gear. Like, is it hard to wear? Is it hot? Is it? And I'm like, absolutely. I mean, at first you're like, yeah, I feel badass. And after and a you're few like, oh, hours, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, after a few hours, like it doesn't breathe. It's heavy. And I was saying how one of the Call of Duty shoots I did, I probably had about 35 pounds of gear on between the plates and the, I had a shotgun on my back and, you know, the belt. And I mean, just so much gear and it's like yeah i mean you look like tactical but i mean you're dying inside <laughs> you're like trying to stand up straight because you're tired and you're hot and yeah i mean it's it's legit man yeah and no it's, you're right it's yeah it's, it's not a- all glamorous like everyone thinks i mean it looks cool don't get me wrong right yeah it's 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 rough there's a lot be. behind making that happen and and yeah so that's and uh but at the same time, you you know you enjoy it and you have fun, oh, absolutely, um, yeah. you know, and so it works out well. So you know, with that, like, what's kind of your um, what are your kind of future plans, future goals, with where you kind of what direction you want to continue what you're doing? Do you want to kind of get more involved with the uh, the tactical world, the the video gaming, the uh, modeling, uh, acting, whatever other opportunities are coming at you, like. Absolutely. I mean, nursing, I love doing that, of course, you know, but it's going to be there always, whereas this kind of stuff is only, you can only do it for so long. So with all the opportunities I've coming at me, I definitely want to capitalize and do as much epic stuff as I can. You know, like I said, one life is so short and you got to do as many awesome adventures as you can, smile as much as you can, meet as many cool people. I mean, that's how I met you, you know, out on a shoot, like just meet cool people, do fun stuff and, you know, kind of live it out doing all kinds of different stuff. I have lots of, like I said, different opportunities for ambassador stuff coming up. Um, and I really want to work on my own personal branding and I really want to get more on Twitch, play with some of my fans and followers that really want to play. So, I mean, that'd be cool. I love, I've always loved playing video games. So the fact that I can be in the game and then play with people, that would be awesome too. So just more of that. Yes. I I bet that excites them too. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm playing with um, Rose, I'm playing with, and you're actually really playing, and there's a character, yeah. and you're engaging with the people that are, because I know that world's very, uh, it's 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 a very, um, um, aggre- not very, aggre- it's not aggressive, it's a very dedicated oh. fan base of folks, you know, oh, yeah. very, like you said, they knew about your character before you even did, like, they're so aware of what's happening in that, and I don't know much about it, but I know it's huge, you know, so it's got to be exciting, too, and I know you, you like you said before, um, you know, adventure, that's where it's at, adventure. That's what life's about. So that is an adventure. And really, adventure is really everywhere if you so choose to go and make adventure happen for yourself. And that it means, like you said, smiling, smiling, having a good positive attitude, meeting people, and bringing that energy into something um, that makes people like you or like to be around you or feel something with you um you know and you yeah and you have a great attitude and 
uh, you're easy to work with, and um, and you're very nice. You're a very nice person. You're a good person, good genuine person. I saw that when I got to work with you last time, um, which made me want to ha- ask you to come out and do this. So like I say, you meet people like for reasons like, oh yeah, that was. Um, so I'm, I, I love like I was, we were talking last night. I love entrepreneurship. I love I love people of passion. I love people that are following, um, not following, they're treading their own, they're making their own trails. They're, they're just kind of going their own direction, making their own trail through life, going through that adventure. And then along that path, things are happening, good and bad. The bad things are gonna happen no matter what, but Absolutely. you just, you know, get up and go and, and something else will happen. So um, continue to do that, you know. So, I, you know, I, and I see that with you. I see a lot of your passion and I see your, you also have a really good work ethic. You you work hard, obviously, and then you get on a flight the next day. Because when I asked you to this, it was like even the last minute, and I knew you'd been traveling, you'd been working, and you're like, you're like, yeah, okay, let me see if I can move some things around, and then you did, you know, which was like that's awesome because a lot of people are like, oh man, it's just a lot more work. I just got back from this trip, but that's what separates people who are making things happen and doing things than the ones who are just saying, yeah, now it's too, it's easy to say no to things. It's easy. It's Sometimes you have to say no, but right. to take take opportunities as they come and taking those out. If it's if it's an opportunity that's also good for you and it's spiritually good for you and, and mentally and everything, it's it's got to have benefit to you as well. It's got to be um, being able to read those scenarios. And yeah, yeah and then me, today we had worked with a bunch of fun people like everybody was really cool, you know. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite things about doing stuff, you know, it's like you're just your network keeps growing and you just meet some really awesome people that you even keep in contact with from every state it's really cool like when i travel i have people in different states and i'm like oh so and so lives here maybe we can grab coffee maybe we can grab lunch you know because it just i don't know i love like networking and and being in touch with like-minded people people that are driven and inspire me you know because i get inspired by so many people like you i mean your work ethic is insane you know and you understand that life of just being busy all the time and you understand like if i can't text back right away um, you know, you understand that and to collaborate with like-minded people to me is just inspiring and gives me that extra fuel. Cause I mean, I'm a perfectionist. So I used to get real defeated by failures or things that didn't pan out the way I wanted because I would just like, but you know, I realized you're going to have those and you have to learn from them and like how you do it better in the future and just keep going. And so that's why yesterday when we were kind of talking about like our own little faults or failures and different things. And it was like, okay, what can I take from you that you've learned and what can I you know, share with you that I've learned. So that way we can just like keep growing in our own brands or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's just in life. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yes. I, you know, I, I love that too. I love, I love being around people that are, I don't know everything that no, nobody knows everything. And, and it's like, all right, that person's really good at those things. I'm getting into that. I don't know a lot. I'm going to go and, and try to learn from them. Um, you know, and I, I get sometimes to the point where I just like, Sometimes I, I'll shut myself off or shut myself away from things, and, and I'm just like, no, I'm just, just, I'm just all me. I'm gonna do it. And then, like, no, that never works out. You have to work with people. You have to keep your mind, you have, because then you do, you find some inspiration there. You find some energy there. You find some, uh, you find some enlightenment there. And that's really what it's about. And, you know, and Dom knows too, a lot of guys that, you know, that deal with different scenarios or situations in life. Um, and, and Dom works with a lot of groups with PTSD and stuff and lost friends there and all. And uh, a lot of it is 
guys that go and kind of get away from those communities or get away from that kind of environment and set themselves off, off in a dark room. And then bad things happen. So you have to force yourself really to get out of that and get, get around get around people that are doing good things, you know, and, and every time I do it, sometimes I'm like, oh man, when I'm done, I'm like, dude, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad that I mm-hmm. went to that thing or met with those folks and, and talked to them. Um, you know, I always feel a lot better after. So that's the power of what we're supposed to be about anyway, as people, you know, we come from tribes, we come from tribes, tribes were about a hundred people within your tribe and we were you had a job you had a position there of importance so if you cut yourself away from that tribe or whatever and you're on your own you're gonna die you know so and that's the thing is like you said just finding people that motivate you inspire you because everyone has our highs and lows you know everybody does i have my days where i just feel like everything i'm doing is not panning out and I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed and you know it's like you've got to get those people in your life that are like hey man that remind you who you are and kind of pick you up and dust you off and push you back on your path you know you got you got to have those people because we're human we all have those moments of like highs and lows you know and, and you're exactly right you got to find those people that kind of put you back on your path and be like all right you had your moment now let's get back to business you know so. yeah and absolutely it's uh it's you know you every like you said everybody i don't care who you are or how think great things are everybody's goes there's going through something at some point 100%. or they do go through something or something happens um yep. and i know that and i see like when i see or know folks that i've i know and they still get up they fight they continue they and again i think that comes down back not only one yeah with the people that you surround yourself with but also continually training yourself every day okay that man i feel bad let me how do i read about how to make myself better in that scenario or or who should i talk to to pull me out of this and help pull me out of this and that's training you're you're constantly it's like taking a supplement or it's like reading a book or it's like being around things that are enlightening you that's that's training that's like doing a doing a mag change doing a dry fire life's the same way you know you have to constantly do that nobody's like wakes up every day oh yeah this is freaking awesome and whatever like you know every day's days can be tough and you have to train yourself to to be in a positive uh enlightenment of of that day that comes and and it's okay like you said those days that you just say you know what i need a break i'm gonna sit my ass you know, and it's hard because you. I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't like. To, I, if I see people, I'm like, nope. I'm. I got to keep my ass moving. I can't. I. I feel. I got to keep moving and I got to keep up with things. I got to, you know, to seize the day and all that. But there's those days. It's like, you know what? No, man. I'm gonna sit my ass in here and and fucking whatever. Watch watch some movies or play a video game or crush a pizza crush a fucking six pack whatever you know and uh you have to have days like that just like a mental health break for yourself to just regroup and regenerate i feel like it's almost you know like you just need that when you're just a thousand miles an hour every single day your brain is just like troubleshooting everything it's just planning strategizing you know what i mean it's like your brain needs a break aside from just being asleep to just do you do what makes you happy like recenter yourself whether it be a drink a beer and play a video game i mean you need those moments. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So it's okay. It's okay to be lazy once in a while, you know. But only if you're playing the video game as me. Uh, right. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's a must right there. Because, <laughs> um, so what, so right now, if somebody goes on, like how, what, because I, I don't know a lot about it, like how, what, 
what is what's the latest games that they would play and how would they use your character and like so how I'm does all in that the work? Modern Warfare right now. There's Call of Duty Black Ops and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, so I'm in Modern Warfare and then my character is Rose. So you just go to Operator Rose and then there's me. They're like, let me find the prettiest one on here that looks the bad, most badass. All right, <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> so there you go. If you get go on and and and. It's not a download or anything? You just, like, pick that? Well, my pack, yeah, it's a download. Oh, it's a pack. Okay. Yeah, so See, mine I'm, you have I'm to learning. Download. I'm learning. I, yeah. I'm, dude, I, got, I come up from Atari and Nintendo, all right? Those uh, are the jam, Yeah, though. Castlevania. Castlevania, uh, Double Dragon, the two brothers that walk down the alley just whooping people's asses. Like, right. Uh, you know, that's the shit I grew up. So now when I, I see these games, now I'm like, good Lord, that looks like a real person. That looks like a real life scenario. Like, it's so, it's really cool. The graphics are pretty the incredible. The graphics are yeah. insane. And it's, man, it's just, I couldn't think about seeing something like that when I was, you know, a kid and playing Nintendo, like, thinking. Like Super Mario. like Yeah, I was like, wow, that's freaking <laughs> so insane to where our minds have developed and evolved so much more that we it, that we expect almost this almost reality in, in, in something that's not real, you know, and it's it's happening, man. It's happening. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's really cool to see to see that. And uh, and then it's cool for you to be able to engage with the people and your care. I've seen it. I've seen the videos. They're, she's badass. Thank you. Choking people out, freaking crushing <laughs> heads and stuff, you know, double tapping, just like smashing folks. And it's so yeah, surreal it's cool. to see. It was almost like. When I first turned it on and saw myself on there, it was almost like some friend of mine that's good with graphics like made this avatar and somehow like programmed it in there. I just like sat there staring at the screen. I just couldn't believe it. But honestly, my my favorite thing so far, aside from like playing as me with my son and just like slaying people as me, <laughs> is the fan base, honestly. Like, I don't know how many people send me messages on Instagram or like really cool clips that they make and they're like so surprised that I respond. Oh my God, thank you for responding. And I'm like, I'm just a normal human like you are, you know? And I know how excited I was the first time I ever met somebody that was in Call of Duty. I thought it was so cool. And so I'm like, I'm not that cool though, you know? Like, I'm just on the game. But um, I don't know. It's for me, it's so humbling. And, and I don't know. It just makes me happy that I have that outreach to make people's day, like by posting something. You know, if I could do that, absolutely. You know, I, I wish that I could have a bigger platform to even reach out to more of them. Like when Comic-Con or something comes back, I'd love to, like, get all tactical. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. Meet, meet my people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I Hang mean, out with, like, Deadpool and uh, Wolverine and stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's what makes <laughs> it exciting for me, aside from just, like I said, doing my own stuff in my house. Just. It, 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 it is cool, and I think, I think you're, it, you, you stay humble there, and you're like... You know, a lot of people will see stuff or see people. And, and you have to remember, too, a lot of people, not just people are not doing great things and neat things out there. But if it's somebody that's, uh, you know, maybe they're in college or maybe they're, you know, working at Lowe's or I don't know, whatever it may be, which is great, you know, but they you kind of can be an escape for them maybe. And they see that and they're like, oh, that's that actual person. And um, it, for them, and it is neat. It's sometimes you forget like stuff you're doing or have done or you just no, I'm, I'm just like anybody else. I'm doing whatever. And I know people, I, I, I know actors, I know musicians, same thing. They're just, mo most of them are just like, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm just good at this certain thing, but you know, there's still a person at the end of the day. And if you can maintain that, um, humility there, or humbleness there and, um, you know, not make yourself some kind of 
god or demigod or whatever it may be because you are now surrounded by people who are just like oh you're the best and whatever because that happens too people like they get surrounded by that and then they become um they're like um um some which are dude you're not bro that was jesus that was the only <laughs> dude that ever did that you know like no so people forget so it's neat you got to stay i'm the same way when i have people come here um you know i'm in here hot, grinding working i'm out there emptying in garbage cans and then dudes will come in, and, and I'll, if I can, I'll spend some time with them, talk to them. And to them, I'm like, I appreciate, you probably appreciate them messaging. Like, like that's their time, and they're, you know, so if I have the time or can, then, of course, I'm going to try to absolutely respond or say hi. And then there's other times, like we were talking about the other day, where you do, <clears throat> you get busy, and you have maybe a thousand messages, and you have, and you're like, dude, I'm working, and I'm doing, I would love to sit and be able to correspond or respond to everybody. And they're like, well, they never messaged me back. It's like, trust me, I would love to if I could. It's, it's being able to, to find that, that time or, or, like you said, maybe going to an event where they can just go there and, and, and meet you. Or, yeah, you know, absolutely. So. That would be cool. And sure. speaking of that, so how do people, how are, can people find you um, as far as social medias and all that stuff? I am most active on Instagram, so it's at April Nicole Official. Um, I do have a YouTube. I'm not as good with it, but there's a couple of cool videos. I think they're kind of cool. Uh, on my YouTube, it's just April Nicole. Um, I think that's all I have right now. And then we need to get you a website going. I know. We talked about. Yes, <laughs> so. we did. Yeah, I do. I definitely need a website going for sure. Yes. Yeah. Now you're you're on the right path. You're you're and you've talked about you're gonna you probably might break off from some of your other duties so you can. Uh, start uh, building your brand and your business and um, and you're an entrepreneur you got the spirit you got the entrepreneur spirit and you got the drive and you got uh, you're building yourself a cool brand around it so I would say run with it you have to yeah so um, make sure you support um, April and her endeavors out there Um, I don't know anything else yeah this has been fun we had we had a good day today and um, it's nighttime now. Like we crushed the day, and it's it's night. It's been a long day, but it's been good. We've had a lot of fun, awesome. and you're you're leaving tomorrow, so I will do something tomorrow morning. I want to do that um, that little tactile legging workout deal. So we'll do that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, this has been great. So yeah, thank you again for coming out. I've had a blast. Um, you guys are going to see a lot more of her. I guarantee it. Um, go out her and support her business, uh, support what she's doing, um, and play her character on the Call of Duty games because it's it's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, thank you for everything um, that you're doing. You're badass. Thank you so much, Wes. Yes, love loved having you. Yeah, so love being you're the here. best. Let's go crush some more tacos. Let's go, man. <laughs> Beer and tacos. Let's do it. There you go. All right. <laughs> right on. Bye. Cool. That was good.